Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another episode of your favorite horror podcast. Gore Buddies. Featuring, yes, sir. Featuring, that's right, his voice, that deep, sexy voice <laughs> is Anthony Pico de Gallo. Uh, and then I am Pete Hoffman. Uh, again, you can follow us on social media at Pico Day underscore Gallo. Got yes. I, why does I always throw the accent on it? It's not Gallo. Well, that's Gallo. the proper way to say it. And everyone who I even say it like that because it's tough. When I say I'm afraid I'm going to say it to someone who speaks Spanish and they're going to be like, it's Gallo. I'm like, yeah, but I'm Gallo. I'm Italian. We're playing. It's a play on my name. It's like Joey Callo. I'm not ordering. I'm not opening ordering quesadillas with a side of pico de ga- gallo on it. <laughs> Which now I'm in the mood for uh, quesadillas. I Thank do you want a much. quesadilla. Mm-hmm. I want. I could eat a quesadilla. There might be pizza though here right now. There, so we have to pizza do Fridays. It. Yeah, that's that's good. Thank you, Greg. That's why we stay late. Evan. That's why. That's why Tom Izzo hangs around because Pizza Fridays. I so, for some reason my brain is works slow on Fridays, but it always works out where I leave with a slice of pizza. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, you can check me out at. Hoff WFAN. Um, anything, anything horror-wise that's coming out that's that's tickling your fancy. So, by the way, one thing that's just a, a odd note. Um, I see that they're making a new Friday the Thirteenth video game. I'm not sure if that's real. Um, I don't know if maybe you saw because they are. I think they are, but there was also a Friday the Thirteenth game that came out not too long ago. And then there's a game called I think it's called Dying Light, but that might be a zombie game. There's there's a game where you are essentially, it's a 4v1 game. Mm-hmm. And one person is the horror villain, and the other four have to do missions before Ooh. they all get killed. And what they did was they've partnered up with, like, Jason. They've partnered up with Mike Myers, whatever. the Whoever companies own that. They have Demogorgon version. They have, if you've ever seen uh, uh, Dead Space, they have, like, the villain from Dead Space. So they, they add in a bunch of actual licensed monsters. So it, it, the... Friday the 13th game that came out prior was kind of like that. Um, but I don't know if there's a new one that is... It could be, like, turn-based. Mm. Or, or not turn-based, a choose-your-own-adventure. There's yeah. a, I forget what they're called. There's a couple of really great... And you would enjoy them as... I know that you're not much of a gamer anymore, but it might be fun to do it like your your oldest at least because it's a little too mature for the young ones. Ah, But it's essentially they watch their kid. (laughs) Essentially, it's a choose-your-own-adventure game. And the first one is like a slasher... But the way you depict it either goes from, like, it's a regular crazy person slasher or a supernatural slasher. Oh, that's cool. It's so much fun. You can lose the game, but you play to the end no matter what. Oh, that's always fun. Yes, because it's just how does the movie play out. Then they have another one that's, like, on a boat that I never played. On a boat. Um, <laughs> look, You know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not the biggest video game guy anymore. I haven't played video games in a while. And I usually just did sports video games. So I didn't really do the horror stuff. I didn't really do the, 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 the you know, the, the. The one player, you know, isolated character, whatever. And I am single and basically a born again virgin, so well, I play a lot of video games. Is would you consider Twisted Metal like a? Um, it had horror elements, right? I mean, at the time, thing. it was like, I guess it, I would say that's more metal. I know like the ironic heavy Twisted Metal, but like I feel like it's more metal, like metal culture, mm. than it would be horror. But the clown, they yeah. had the, I think they had a guy called the Executioner in it. So I just saw a trailer. That's such a great game. I just saw a trailer for a movie. For Twisted Metal? Yeah. And and well, the, we're gonna get all of that now because we are 
we are the ones buying tickets to the movies, whether mm. you have kids or you're like me and live in an attic. So is it, it's gone from like the Marvel stuff to now video game. Like, so Grand Theft Auto. Oh, no, I a... think that Marvel is Marvel. I don't know. I'm tired of superhero movies. This is yeah. not a knock on the movies themselves. I'm just tired of any superhero, anything or any Star Wars. Anything. Do they have a horror Marvel? No. Uh, yeah. Marvel zombies, but well, the, yeah, but not they, talking about like movies. Well, they the oh no no no, uh, Morbius, but Morbius sucked. What's that? Morbius is like a vampire villain superhero. Ooh, I don't even know. if I it's like super, the vampire. It's like a uh, anti-hero, mm. but he I think is in Spider-Man's lineage. Oh. I don't. I'm not the biggest. I like I read comics, but I read more of the horror comics, Walking Dead. Yeah, the one-offs. Um, DC. You read that the deceased one, which was really that's good. horror, that's dread, that's to me is if you're not into the zombies or the horror, it's a little weird. But to me, that was great. It was. Yeah. Oh, it was fantastic, and I would, I would, I would watch that because that's where I'm tired of the same like. Well, Marvel Zombies is coming out. I think it's going to be an animated series, but, but it's I got. Don't want the I think I want the real life. I stuff. think it has an M rating, though, oh, well, which will good. be good. Or not M. Yeah, It'll be for the sex, right? For uh, the mature for the sex. I probably Disney just being freaked oh, out. Oh, Disney! Oh, they're definitely gonna kill it then. Um, I feel like Disney doesn't do very well with the the graphic nature content. They did a good job. Did you watch Marvel What If? No. Marvel What Ifs was a comic book where it's like, what if Captain America was British or something like that? Like, <laughs> like what if Hulk killed? Like, they're it all would be these, Captain America be Captain it, Britain. It was like, what if Hulk killed Thor or something like that? Like, they have all these things, so they made a couple. And they did an animated series, and one of them was the Marvel Zombies, and it was good, and it was made for all ages, but they did a good job of, it's there's still funny parts, but they did a good job of uh, making it still have a little bit of an adult dread theme. Mm. But Marvel Zombies is half funny and half horror, because like the zombies can talk in the comic. The show they don't do that, but the mo- in the the one off they can't. But in the comic they talk, so like. Uh, Hulk eats a bunch of people and then he turns into Bruce Banner because he's not hungry anymore. And they're like, Oh, did you eat? And he's like, No, but he's got the bones popping out of his stomach. <laughs> That's kind of, listen. Robert I, Kirkman of Walking Dead actually did those comics. Is that right? Yes. Listen, I, I, I am into that type of twisted thing. I, I, can't, I can't sit there and buy into the basic nature of it anymore. To me, I feel like Marvel is all basic with their storylines, their plots. It's just, it's all the same thing. If you like, like that, I'm sure it's great. Yeah, but after a while, it gets a little, it gets a little tedious. Can we agree? Because we are both film buffs. I would say we're both. I'm fi- a very film buff. We're nerds. We love movies. Yeah. I think the people who are really in the Marvel are Marvel fans. Yeah. And they will watch those no matter what. Like, we watched all of Walking Dead. Yes. I'm sure people are like, this sucks. A lot of people say that. Oh, it, was, it was terrible for some, some most of it, I would say. But we. we I, well, I put myself through it. For me, my issue with the Marvel and the Star Wars is we get no original content anymore. Like, we, as horror fans, a lot of what we want to see is the original content. I we both love like drama thrillers. I do like the Academy Award winning movies too. Like mm. you're not getting that with Marvel, and they all follow the same arc. There's also no end to them. Now they're just two hour episodes in this world, right? And it's continuation and all this other stuff. It's just like okay, here you go. It's two hours. We'll make the the, the movie feel as long as possible because you're gonna pay a lot of money to watch it. And then, by the way, it's going to continue down the line, and then we got, you know, things built in until 2032. And it's why a move, like the Guardians movies I like, because each one of them, all right, this could end. They don't have to make another one, but they they made other ones. But, um, yeah, that's for me, that's, like, we watch horror movies. If horror movies ended without an ending, and I'm not talking about, like, oh, like, the guy dies or comes, but, like, if they ended that way, and it's just like, oh, wait, we would never watch horror. We'd be like, this is so stupid. Well, But here's the thing is, let me ask you a question about that, because I'm fine with, a movie ending on a good or a bad note. Like I'm, I'm okay with like, uh, let's talk about uh, whatever. We just talked about Jaws, right? The shark died, but what if the shark didn't die? Like some, some, some. Or the shark died, but his dad's coming now. Yeah, like, and it's okay. Like, I, and if the movie ended like that, you just think in the back of my head, oh wow, it's gonna keep going. Not saying that they're gonna make more movies, but it's not ending, and it's still like Final Destination. Like, if I know it's a trilogy, cool, but there's going to be an end at some point. With all these one-off Marvel movies, I feel like, and not the shit on Marvel right now, I feel like they all wait till this great scheme or this net, the next thing is going to be crazy. Uh, yeah. Like, Infinity Wars, it was, the th- it was the two movies, 
even though there was stuff you had to watch leading up to it, it was the two movies and there was an ending. Like, fuck, spoiler. Like, Tony Stark's died. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right, sorry. No, I did. No, I did know that because my kid told me he's like, by the way, and Captain America goes back in time. Like, to hell, yes. And there's to hell, <laughs> Captain America I, in I, hell. I, I did. What? Can I tell you? This is how I found out the the movie. I didn't watch any of it. I missed so many of those movies. But my, I think it was my middle guy, just couldn't shut up, and in a bad way. Like you know, I love him, but he was just basically like he was so excited he had to tell me. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, the sad part is that that uh, uh, Iron Man dies. I'm like. Why are you telling me that? Like, I haven't watched the movie. I just told you I didn't watch it. If I was a kid, it's totally different. Like, I'm yeah. not. I wasn't watching movies like I watch now. I just wanted to be entertained, and those are great. But I'm not. And I'm not even saying like adult. I read comics. I'm not saying adults. I hate that. But like, I'm just saying like <laughs> snooty. <laughs> for me, it's just like they don't do it for me, and I know this is an unpopular. Opinion. And the same thing with Star Wars. Legal men will kill you. Yeah, we've all we've argued this in Zoo. Big Zoo was not a fan of my takes. Zoo, yeah, Zoo is that big of it. I forget about. They are. Them. They're huge. My, our boy EJ, he's very big in it. And it's crazy. And the, and and we'll go back into our top five, uh, top ten list in a minute. Start with top our our five, number five on the list. But it's interesting because you and I, like we said, we are movie buffs, right? We'll sit there and watch so much stuff. But it's so weird how, like, I'll sit there and watch everything, but there are certain genres that just totally bore me. And the Marvel's one where, as horror, like, I'll dive into and I will go through the nooks and crannies and I'll force myself to watch something so terrible as Tourist Trap today. I watched something from 1979. We are sitting here railing on We've named some bad horror Oh, movies. my God. And I sat there and I watched this thing and I'm like, oh, my God, why am I watching it? But I was doing a, a, pot, a Rico Bronya podcast during it. So I'm like, or editing during it. So I'm like, whatever, I could put this in the background not 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 be totally bored. But it was so awful. But I love it. Does that make sense? No, I, I get you. I but we also are not like I'm also not gonna argue with someone about how great this movie is. Right. I'm gonna <laughs> me and you get it because we have like a, a so horror fans that are like that. We're all kind of the same. I guess it's the same thing for Marvel fans, Star Wars fans. Oh, Star Wars fans are the worst of the nerdy fans. I'll say that again. You're the worst Star Wars fans. <laughs> you ruined the movies for me, and I like I'm gonna say hot take. The last one they came out with was the best Star Wars movie. Eat that, Star Wars fans. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is a great character. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm joking what? about that one. <laughs> it's a joke. Oh, that was Mario. But um, Mario dressed as uh, Jar Jar. Yeah, I'm built like Mario. Oh, um, they, like, we do that, though. So, like, but I'm not expecting someone. I'm not going to show. I'll show you Midsummer and be like, you'll like this. I'm not going to go and show you, like, what was the one you just said? Tourist Trap. Yeah. Or 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 mall. What is it? Chopped Mall or whatever. When the the security system fritzes. I might I might take a scene from something. And say you just got to watch a scene. Yeah. Like we just I just watched a documentary and I was, Geo heard me and Al Dukes talk about it, and the curious case of, of I want to watch that Natalia so bad Grace. now. Yeah. Okay. Good. So I'm not gonna ruin anything for you. But he was. I didn't know where he was. So I was like, listen. There's a couple parts that I think you just are gonna bug out to. So we'll talk about it after. Because I want you to see it so we could talk about it and discuss about it. what was your reaction. I don't want to spoil it for you and be like, oh, look at this, and then, then go watch the documentary. No, you find your own scenes that you like. Exactly. But there's some movies that are just so bad, There is it's just terrible the whole time. But there's this one scene where it's like, that's the movie right there. This is the movie. This is the only reason why you have to watch the movie. And that I will release, like Megalodon, Shark Attack 3, which is I lo- always love to go back to. But listen, let's get that. You, you mentioned Midsommar. You mentioned a lot of stuff. There's a lot to get into. We did the the top. If you missed it, the previous podcast had uh, the first half of our top ten list. It was ten right. through six. This is our our second half, five through one. So let's get into it right now with our uh, top five. So what's number five for you? What give me number give me, five? Yeah. Hoff knows this movie because I told him to watch it all the time. I'm hot take. It's the best found footage movie of all time. Hell House LLC. Oh yes, and I, I could watched it. I could have went all three. The third one I like <laughs> the most. The third one is my favorite, but I know it's the worst. He really has talked about this all. Yes, the time. I told Mister like, Maggie. This, this, everybody. This is how we got. I think into horror movies, talking about things, and we're just like, okay, you have to watch this. You have to watch that. But you've been uh, relentless. So what makes this movie so? It's amazing? terrifying. <laughs> it is a terrifying movie, but I wanted more. It's low budget. But it doesn't ruin the movie. It, it, it's the story. Obviously, there's three of them, and the story follows the arc the whole time. It's really good. It's about these people who set up horror haunted houses all around New York, and they go upstate. I forget where in upstate it is, 
but they buy a thing. They call it Hell House LLC, or I think that might be their companies, but they call it Hell House. It's shot documentary style, and essentially it starts with the news clippings of this. Tr- <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I should hit the cough button. I'm wrong. They 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 started off with like a documentary. There's a tragedy at the house. People die. Um, no one was allowed to the crime scene. There's a lot of mystery behind it, and they only have the footage of the people who live there, but none of their bodies ah. were found or they, they all died. Right. And it's terrifying the way that they, they use the lighting to scare you. Like, there's a scene where this guy thinks that the girl that's with them is just sleepwalking, and it's clearly not her, but you can't tell because it's dark out. And then there's, like, it's just... They, they do the one, two, three stuff. Like, you know how movies, everything happens Yeah, I listen, by the way, you I don't know if that's true. I tried to, I watched that with The um, the Last of Us, and I was going through that one scene you were talking about. And I'm like, yo, she just kept on, like, flipping that thing. I, was it three the whole time? No, no, I'm saying the whole thing is you're thinking on the third one it's going to happen. Why? Who like, came up Rick Hunt Stark running away from the arrow. The th- after the third one misses him, you're like, he's good. But then, bam, the fourth, spoiler, the bam, the fourth one yeah, gets him. Know, if you didn't know by yeah, now. Yeah, the most, like, iconic scene maybe in the show. <laughs> and then the fourth one hits him. It's not that everything happens in threes, but I forgot what film class. When in college, they explained it where it was, like, messing with that third moment yeah. could really throw someone off. And in horror, it happens a lot where you're like, okay. but See, I, I'm used to the jump scares of, like, they'll, they'll do the look up. Closer. That's what I mean. Exactly my point is there's a scene where he's hiding and he opens up and there's this girl there and he's like, oh, God. And then she gets closer and he does it again. And then on the third one, she's in your face. Right. See, they used to, they they toyed because originally it used to be the jump scare was immediate. Right. Over the years, it's progressed. The jump scare was like someone's walk, open a door, boom, it's right there. Now it's a... I open the door, they're not there, you come back, maybe something's missing, maybe something's type. there. Yeah. yeah, and like, so they've gradually gotten to maybe the three the three jumps, right. or three oh. moments to set, set up that jump, which is better, which I hate, because me, I have my fingers in my ear. I, I, I think I can't there's deal two with that. ways that you can do it. If you could do it where you know it's coming and you're still scared, awesome. Yes. Or the, like you said, just right out the bat, you get it. Right. Um, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think I'm on on five. five. Okay, so this is a movie. I don't have many Stephen Kings on here. I don't know if you have any Stephen Kings at all. There should be because as I think about it, like Pet Cemetery is a classic. Um, the Shining is freaking phenomenal. Well, but that, that that was Kubrick. I'm thinking. I'm I'm making an executive. Put The Shining at number ten. I'm sorry, Little Monsters. Yeah. Oh man, Little Monsters. It's not Shining. even the right real Little Monsters, or is that Real Monsters? I'm thinking of. I can't no, I, Little Monsters is a, the the blue guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. My number five. Talk about the, the Stephen King. The only Stephen King, even though there should be a ton. The Mist. One of the, the again, it's like the setup. Like everything about it, like the slow build. Um, and 
the acting is great. I forget forget the, the main character who the real the real life actor or his name, but he's badass. Awesome. And by the way, we're big Walk of Dead fans. Do you know who's in this movie that you see in the beginning and you don't see for a very long time after till the very end? I can't remember. Carol. Oh. Carol's in this movie. That's where I first was. She's not the religious lady, right? The uh, one that gets the, the army guy thrown out because she's like starting No, to no, no, she's not. But she does leave. So the, so basically, you know the credits. Oh, sh- yes. Yes, she leaves at the beginning. She leaves at the very beginning, and they kind of like, okay, see you later. And you don't see her again until the, ver- the tail end of it. The most kick in the nuts ending ever. Oh, dude, there was so many. And that's, again, there's so many moments in this. The buildup. The, first of all, I think the whole the whole um, world, different worlds, the whole thing of like the mist coming and the the, the spiders and whatever. Uh, it was it's kind of like a crazy premise. I love that the fact that they were all stuck in this one little shop, uh, this one little grocery store, and they're all going insane. To me, is just so freaking nuts. Because what are you going in a, an apocalyptic era or whatever it is? You talk about like you know it's not the same thing as zombies. But it feels like you're getting there. It feels yeah. like this is the beginning of something big is going to happen. This was one over. of the seven movies. I have it written here. Hoff can verify that was uh-huh. on my undecided yes. number ten. Yes, I love this movie. It's te- it's it's terrifying at times, but it's actually just like a great plot. The ending is just the ending just sticks with you and hurts you. Um, <sighs> you hate people in the movie, yes. like the religious woman. Not because the way she uses her religion is what you hate. <laughs> There's, there's, it, it hits the tropes, all the different tropes of people, the army guy, the single dad, the old couple, all of it. And it's, it's like survival of, there's survival of the fittest aspects. Like you said, a post-apocalyptic, um, it's good. It's actiony at times. Yeah. Yeah. And again, the cast is so good. And that, that's part of what, what I like about the Stephen King movies. Stuff the like show that. was supposedly good. I think they canceled it, but a lot of people said it was a good show. I never watched it. And, and it's tough because... I think I could watch a movie after I've watched the show because it's like I still maybe want more if the show's that good too. It's tough to me to go after you've completed something that's so perfect. How do you go back and like let's try to break that down? I don't know if I could do that. So I I, I don't know if I was able. To I get love it. that movie. I might watch that tonight because I haven't watched that in a long time. So good. I've watched it so many times. Um. So for now, for number four for you, where you at? This right. is the least shocking. I've I've th- there three of these four are not shocking to anyone if you listen right. to the last pod. Night of the Living Dead, 1969, not 69, not the uh, Tom Savini remake. Tom Savini, one of the best makeup artists in the history of horror. He did all of George Romero's zombies. Um, I actually don't think he did Night of the Living Dead. He started with Dawn of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead, it holds up. It It holds up, period. If you watch it in black and white, it holds up. If you watch the colored version, it doesn't hold up as much because they have, like, they stencil in the color. Right, yeah. It, it holds up to this day because the low budget effects are 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 protected by the black and white. Like them when they when the car blows up and the zombies are eating everything. Oh yeah, it's really good. The ending when you think about and this is a, more than just the movie. When you think about the ending of the they shoot the black the main character because he they don't even check to see if he's a zombie. They shoot him. It's 1969 America. There's a bunch of white dudes, and the way that he ends the movie, I can't imagine how it went over in the country, and it was ballsy. First of all, he casted a, uh, uh, the, I don't know if it was the first movie, one of the first yeah. to cast the lead as a yeah. black a black man and a woman as the two main characters, yeah. um, and she's great as, she she does such a good job. I forgot, um, they're coming to get you, Barbara. Barbara. Iconic's line. Even that's scary, but it's really good because you have no expectations at this point because it's the first zombie movie, but she plays such a uh, mentally broken person so well that it makes you feel mentally broken. Yeah. Um, I love it. Everything about it, the backstory that I just gave you, the fact that he added stuff in it because he was they, he felt that he wouldn't get the proper rating, and it's got one of the best trailers of all time, too. I don't remember the trailer, which, by the way, we should yes. do revisit some of these movies. And, and some of those old trailers, trailers are scary. Yeah, I don't remember them. That's why we have to go well, back. Well, this one I, I only saw it like maybe like four or five years ago because I watched something like that, but it shows you like the ad campaign for it. This is also- Oh, it was uh, Eli Roth's uh, horror documentary show that he yeah, had. Yeah. He did one on zombies, and they talk about the- Do I have Eli? Well, I do have Eli Roth because he did- It's hot, on but- AMC, and it's on Shudder. 
So by the way, those one. countdowns on AMC were great. Did Shudder ever? Did Shudder ever have like a countdown at all? I know. E- no. AMC yes, but they're all the AMC stuff because AMC owns Shudder. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. So but, then you're on number four. Yeah. And just really quickly, I have to say, if I if I if I didn't say this, I she probably kill me. But my wife, that's one of her favorite movies. Night too, of the Living Dead. Oh, 100%. And the remake's me. not bad. The 1991's not bad. Yes, it's just not the same. It's not the same. No. And and listen, it's. It's it's a classic, and I don't know if I ha- I don't I don't have any real classics on here actually to be honest with you besides Jaws, uh, number four to me, Saw. I think oh, it was so good. It really is. Again, it's again torture porn, torture whatever you want to call it. But um, at the time, yes. But then Hostel came out, and we're like, oh, yeah, Saw so immaculate. This was I will say this, and I will openly admit it. And maybe it's because going in there, someone said. When you find out the ending, you're going to be so pissed off or you're going to, it's going to shock you so much. And I can openly admit this is the only movie I've ever gotten right in the first five minutes. I go, it's probably the guy that's on the floor. That's that's it. It's, uh, I've, and I didn't, like, make a big deal out of it. And then I started to change it up like a camp. That's a good movie. Kind of, but, yeah, it was it's phenomenal. And, again, it's a, another brain teaser. And the series as a whole, they did a good job, I think, with a lot of se- a lot of the series to be able to, like, string you along. I enjoy it very much. But the first one, you can never go back. I, I rewatched that a thousand times. I, re- I lo- watched the documentaries, the behind the scenes of how they made that, what they were planning on doing. The, the writers, the director, everyone was just – that movie was perfect. Carrie Elvis – uh, was such a great actor from from like the '80s and just a, 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 someone that kind of like was lost through the 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 thick of things over the years. But when they brought him back, he played that that asshole doctor so yep. well. It it was it was so good. And then again, the the ending. And here's the thing about this movie too is you walk out of that that movie kind of like you like the the guy at the end. Like even though he killed everybody, you still kind of like. Jigsaw. You gotta well, he, like the character. He is an anti-hero to an extent. Yeah. Because he, all these people have nefarious past, except for the when they get and he passes away and they start having the other Jigsaws, that's when it changes. Right. I think, I thought the Chris Rock movie was eh. It wasn't terrible. But it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was just eh. I do think that the story as a whole is awesome. Like each, yes. the third one when they're when it's all the the uh, it's supposed to be the halfway house almost, yeah. um, and then you find out like one of them's in on it. All of it is so yes. good. The one with the doctor, you have to keep me alive. Like yes, yeah, it, they connected very well. The they first one though, that ending, the ending, and it's got the biggest thing that horror movies do to you. What what would I do in that situation? And when yeah. he gets that saw, and you're like, oh. you're like, <laughs> I don't think I would do it. I think I'd die. I'd probably, I'm gonna die anyway. But like, do you go go out or just go out full man? I don't know if I cut myself. And it's just like know. that door closing is so perfectly done and haunting at the end, dude. And they go back to the key. By the way, going flushing down the 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 the, the sink, not the sink, but the the tub. Like, there's so many different fucking things. Part of that movie yeah. just, just pops up. Well, and it gives you that that nervous energy when you're fumbling with stuff. It yes. gives you like. Just- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hell no, I'll do it! <laughs> um, so go to your number three because I know that you have another classic that I don't have. Daughter of the Dead. The original. 
I could have went either Did Donovan. Did you just go Dead Movies the last five? No, 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 no. <laughs> Three of the last four. <laughs> well, one of them's Hell House, but in the five. But Dawn of the Dead, the original, this is one of those ones that if you didn't watch it when you could be suspended in disbelief, it probably is cheesy. I think it's so good. It basically set the genre for the like Night of the Living Dead created it, but this kind of set the direction the right. genre was going. Now, was this the one where they're messing around with the the the, the zombies, where they find them in like um, they're kind of underground and they kind of have them? Like- no, no, that's Day of the Dead. Day that's the eighties one. Okay, so it. each one kind of goes. Night of the Living Dead deals with race. It deals with um, um, like the Red Scare. Dawn of the Dead. It was consumerism. Like, oh, why are they coming back here? And it's like because this is like all they remember, and they're in the mall. Um, right. The cast is really good. Everything about it's good. In my opinion, it's awesome. I wish they would just remake that. The new remake was awesome too. Oh, yeah. four was awesome. No, I, I th- that one I, that one I remember very yeah. well. It Hell was yeah, so good. They the get down with the everything about it was awesome. Who was the casting in the original one? Was there anybody big in that? No, the guy he was in a lot of he's in a lot of stuff now, but it's the. the I couldn't name any of the. Because that's the other thing too. Like you got to remember, we haven't even touched on. We should definitely go to one of those horror like uh, shows that they have. They bring back all these old oh, characters from a ton of Asbury movies. Park when they would do the zombie walk. That the weekend of the zombie walk, they would have a zombie con. <laughs> have you done a zombie con before? I've done a zombie con. I've actually bought. If you're watching The Walking Dead, the woman who gets shot in the first episode, the wife yes. of Morgan, yes. which is such a pivotal scene. I actually got her autograph. Of course you did. It was like five bucks, but I got <laughs> it. But it was cool. They had people from Dawn of the Dead. Um, you know, Comic-Con, they'll do that sometimes, too. Yes. But that movie holds up well. It's fun. It is cheesy. The newer one holds up, obviously. But this one, the zombies are blue-looking. Um, the blood is a little too red at times. But there's just this FX, when he hits the guy in the head with the machete, that had never been done at that point. Yeah. And it was, like, groundbreaking. And it's the most iconic part of the movie, and he puts his leg on it and pulls the machete out. Tom Savini is Bad the biker ass. there. Badass. All right. Mm. So now I'm going to do something that I haven't gone back to it since the first one was Freddy vs. Jason, right? So you'd think I'd be doing a lot more slash films. I really haven't done it, but I'm going to go back to it right now. Number three, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. And you go, how do you get six? Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers. The reason why I got this is because. Craig Carton, what's your favorite horror movie of all time? We got a little side project going on. Uh oh, here we go. I'm not really a horror movie kind of guy, <laughs> per se, but the first time I saw Saw, it, uh, I was not comfortable. You're not comfortable? I was not comfortable. I thought I was going to be kidnapped for the next six months. When yeah. did you when did you realize that he was the killer? When he got up, or did you know it beforehand? No, I know to the end. That's yeah. the only movie. And I then I started right. watching Saw Two, and I was like, No, I'm not. Like, I'm not invested in this franchise. <laughs> but were you like a sla- were you into like slasher? Never. Stuff? No, no, I didn't like any of that stuff. How about zombies? I, zombie by the way, I hate zombies. Anything with zombies, I turn it off. I don't like things in outer space. I don't like zombies. I don't want Star Trek, Star Wars. I don't like that stupid movie where Matt Damon grows potatoes on Mars. It's a great movie. <laughs> I got no interest in any of it. So yeah. you're not you're not gonna go with uh, Bezos up to outer space? Anytime? I don't know who that is or what Jeff movie Bezos. that is. Oh, that guy. Yeah. No, I'm not going out of space. No, I don't like traveling abroad. I, I'll go to like I'll go Hustle to like. Uh, it, yeah. I did see Hostel though. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Hostel was a better movie than Saw because it wasn't scary to me. Well, but it was tor- would you? He called it torture porn. Yeah, but I like feel like I have a daughter now who like wants to travel and do stuff. No. Yeah, you can't watch those movies because no. <laughs> you then you you don't go to bed. So. What is this? What are you guys doing here? This is like a this podcast. Is, this is a new pro- project that we're working on. Yes. Yes. What's it called? Gore Buddies. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get ripped on for that thing. That's great. Yeah, All right, thank you. Thank, that's a nice little cameo. From <laughs> Greg Carter, Greg also Carter. the number one uh, radio show in afternoon drive radio show in the world. Yes, perfect timing. All right, so we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Halloween. He just tore down everything we loved. Everything we loved, <laughs> it just shot down to shit. Thank you, Craig. Um, you were at your Halloween, number three. Yes, number three, Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Like, How do you get to Halloween 6? Well, first of all, let me tell you this. Not the one Buster Rhymes? No, well, and it was just great. <laughs> I love it, that one. Can I be fair? It's one of the first Halloweens that I actually saw in the theater. So maybe I got more of an attraction to it, but it was also Paul Rudd is in it. I'm a mm-hmm. fucking huge Paul Rudd fan. This is his first movie that I think I can remember. I don't think he, I think it was his first. He was in role. that movie. Uh, it's like the Rebecca's or something like that. 
the Amandas. He's like, it's like a weird. It was like a '90s movie. Like was a, it before this? I can't remember. I thought this I was. Might a, have been. I thought this was before, but it, I, maybe I could be wrong. Either way, it's a gr- it's a great movie. It's dark. I understand it takes you a little bit out away from. It brings you back into the whole, um, the whole Halloween universe. It's a distant cousin, so I understand. Like some people are going to be like, "Oh, it's 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 not the same thing." It's a cousin or sister or whatever it is. They've she's grown up, all this stuff. But it's a relative of Michael Myers, and just there was a lot of cool things. This is the last one from Donald Pleasance. He died in real life, so they couldn't even bring him back in another movie anyway. But he, this was his last film that he was in. So there's a lot of cool things about it. But again, I just for some some reason to me that movie stuck out. There's not the, the craziest death scenes, but they bring it back. Listen, all the Halloweens besides three were pretty freaking good, but this one sticks out to me being such a badass movie. Again, Paul Rudd being probably one of the reasons I think why. Halloween, Friday, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, not as many movies, but they all... I would say 80% of those movies are good movies, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you can tear them down if you want, but like, Jason X is a little... It sucks. Yeah. I like it because it's funny and it's so bad. But like yeah. the, the second is it the which one's the Michael Myers one with the witch? That one I don't count. That's the third one. That's Halloween that's, three. That's the one that I don't count. Yeah. That one obviously nobody does. That's why that's what I'm saying. Like you just you kind of have to exit that one out. And it's funny because they all kind of do twist and turn together, which is kind of cool. It's like it's like a that's what the Saws did kind of well. Hostile not as much. That's why they only probably had. Three of them, because the third, the third one, Hostile, it actually took place oh, in different. America. It's also a lot harder because, like back then, it was like you had those four movies releasing every yes. year, but you didn't get anything else. Yes. Now we have a million streaming services. Everything, even you know, the third Hostile came out what 2012. Yeah. So like yeah. It, it, it was at a time where all right, what's the next big thing? A lot of stuff only Hangover only did three movies. Like they all. The, the, the people don't have the patience for that stuff anymore. No. All right, so go to your number. We have So two number left. two, I'm just going to say it. We already talked about it. Um, Midsommar, it is, it's not only one of my favorite horror movies. It's in my top ten if we made a list of movies. Yes. Um, you're number two. Okay, sir. so back to the slasher films, Nightmare on Elm Street, part three. Uh, it is the Dream Warriors. No, is it the Dream Warriors? No, I'm, I'm not Dream now I'm drawing a blank. Dream Warriors is awesome. Is it? That, I don't know I, if that's number three though. It should. It should be. I'm just. I'm. I'm drawing a blank because I don't want to be wrong with it because I was overthinking something. No, because number four is. Yeah, no, it's number three. Dream Warriors. Thank goodness. Uh, number four was just as good. Number four is really good because I love a lot of the characters. In that. But but Dream Warriors, they bring back Nancy because think about this, right? Number two, uh, part two, they got away from the whole Nancy era. It was a whole. It was a different. Um, they all have their duds. And I think Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 is a complete dud. Um, but Part 3, you have Dream Warriors. They're in an insane asylum, basically. And a lot of kids are in there. And they no one could sleep. But it's just kind of hanging on this whole thing of, like, something bad's going on. And, 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 and again, the nightmare's a little bit more um, gruesome. And... and just the char- that's saying the char- something because the series kicks off with like I get sucked through a bed, right. spewing blood out of that it. That is well, but, but Johnny this, David this is the, or Johnny Depp, not Johnny David. <laughs> this is the one where, the, if you recall, the, the the kid is basically a puppet, and Freddy has him with the veins popping out and walking him like a little freaking puppet. I'm like, this is this is crazy. This is very uncomfortable. There was a lot of good characters in there. Um, Patricia Arquette's in it. Yes. You have L- Lawrence Fishburne yes. is in it. And obviously Nancy comes back, and they actually kill her off at the end of this one, which I spoiler alert: the movie is over thirty years also, old. Also, we talk about this a lot. Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street's influence. There's a reason why Nancy is a character in Stranger Things. And there's also a reason why the last season was basically just Nightmare on no, Elm no, Street. No, no, oh, an amazing. By the way, I wish that I, I, they should recreate, actually recreate a Friday the Freddy Krueger Nightmare on Elm Street because the new remake was so bad they have to erase it and start all over again. I liked the one with the backstory, but it wasn't. As good it as was the other too ones. dark. It and made this, you feel too bad for him, right? Well, I here, just want to be like, this guy sucks and he scares me. Well, but no, but here's the the, part, the thing that was so endearing about Freddy Krueger is that I kind of liked him. He was a piece. Well, he's of, funny. He makes, he was makes a you piece laugh. Of, yeah, right. His personality really came out in three, four, five, etc. But um, even though the first one you you know of him as a somewhat a child killer. The newest ones, they made them like, oh, by the way, look what he did to all these little kids. It's like, yeah. I don't want to think about that. I kind of want to just know him as some funny guy who has some funny lines here and there and stabs you in the chest. 
Um, <laughs> Number one for Anthony Gallo. is the least shocking thing, because I've said it a million times. It's my favorite horror movie and my favorite movie probably ever, Shaun of the Dead. It is chef's kiss. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's beautifully done, and it's scary at times. I There's some stuff you can't say now because it's not appropriate, obviously, right. for this. It's funny. It has some really laugh-out-loud scenes. Um Everything about it. And there are parts where you're like, this is terrifying. Um, and if you've never, if you've seen it, the first 15 minutes is basically seven minutes split into two parts, one going forward and one going in reverse. He gets up, he goes to the store, mm-hmm. he opens the door the same way, yep. the same people are there, alive, and then zombies, and he goes through everything is happening the same way, and it's basically the first seven minutes is also the next seven minutes just in reverse as the apocalypse is happening. But it was brilliant. It was done so well. I remember that. Yes. It's phenomenal opening to a, to a movie. When, you, when they walk out and they do the white, white light, <laughs> all of it. I love it. It was... It, it, Two of my favorite actors is Simon Pegg and Nick Frost because then I watched Hot Fuzz and I loved uh, Run was it Run Boy Run and uh, you know At World's End. It's so good. Um, I get they called the Cornet trilogy is the three movies because of the snacks. All right, one of my favorite scenes is it's so stupid, it's so subtle, but it's like when they run into that other group of people they're doing and they're the all same. The same. Thing. Yeah, and it's like it's like it's but that's the brilliance uh, of Simon Pegg. It's like every, everything that he does. There's it. There's a reason for it, and it's just like it's it's it. It might seem stupid, but it's just so smart. It really is. And people think it's in a romance movie. It's a best. It's a friend movie because oh my god, you have the deadbeat in Nick Frost. Yes, and his really loyal friend. And like I always think about the scene. You're like emotional. Everything's crumbling, and Sean shoots the roommate. I said, leave him alone. It's such a great scene. He puts the bullets are on top of the barn. He goes to grab them. And it's like, there's everything's going wrong for them. But at this one moment, they get lucky because the bullets shoot off yes. and they kill enough people. Um, and then I think like one of the zombies falls and they're like, what is this? And then they go down. It's so good. It holds up. It's 20 years old now. Yeah. Like anyone could go back and watch it and be like, wow. Um, the font, the, the font, the tint of the movie is, is, Gives it an eerie feel. It all ties from front to back. Like it really ties together. And the ending is feel good. Yeah. You, like well, yeah. He's I a, guess he's a zombie, but they're still friends. They're playing there's video no games. Buddies. Exactly. Doing what they how they started. His life. Nick uh, Simon Pegg's life was awesome after the zombie apocalypse. Yes. He got the girl. His best friends in the shed. Like I really love it. Um, and it. it I loved zombie movies. That really like solidified because then a couple months later, Dawn of the Dead came out the remake. Yes. And. That got me hooked, but this was by far. I've watched this movie sixty times, probably. Was Resident Evil before or after that? I feel like same. It could have been the same year. The first Resident Evil was on my OLIs. My outside looking. I feel in. like there was a lot. They're not. They're two different movies, but because again, one is it's like a video game. It's taking place down mm-hmm. down in the you know corrupted um, uh, a tech company or whatever it is. But this is like you know. I feel like there was so many different things that this movie bounced off of, it. and that—that's the brilliance of of Simon Pegg too. Again, is oh, it's two thousand two, so actually it came out before. It did, unless Shaun of the Dead came out in 02. I think it's 03, though. But so so, so but the oh, thing Shaun of the Dead was oh four. So Shaun of the Dead, I think, not to say they took from things, but I think they saw what was going on and they just made fun of it, and that's the brilliance yeah. of of a movie like that too. There's a lot of throwbacks to George Romero, which is again he's the father, the godfather yeah. of zombies. There's a lot of throwbacks to Wes Craven. It's really good. I, I could not record. I could go on. We could do a whole episode of me just rambling for an we'll hour about showing the whole episode of just the best zombie films. Yeah, well, we'll, that, we'll sure do that in the it. future. And we'll have a whole thing of slasher. That's like the that's like the filler. And now Hoff's number one, which so, I actually have no idea where we're going. Right, because it's funny because I did a lot of slashers, but this is not a slasher one. It's my all-time favorite movie, and this is a movie that I never watched a trailer for. I sat down, and I had no idea. I hope idea. it's not Idle Hands. And I never knew what I was watching. <laughs> I had no idea, and then there was chaos. The Descent. So the first, the first, first of all, the opening scene when um, the husband, you know, dies with the car accident or whatever it is, and the whole family, the family dies, right? She's the only one that lives through it. You could see the setup, the building of, you know, there's something going on with one of her friends and the guy. You could see all this stuff building. The car accident happens. 
Then they go away on a treat. It's year, like a year later or whatever it is. And you basically just like, I have honestly, I have no idea what the storyline is. I have no idea where we're going to go. I have no idea it's even a horror movie. It's just my, my cousin said, sit down and watch this movie. So we did. And they're going through spelunking, cave diving in the most uncomfortable, claustrophobic moments I've ever been in. And I felt so tight watching this movie. And then they're having to go across this, you know, cave, uh, like kind of hang over and hook each other on through and go across this, like this cave where you can't even see how far down it is. You don't know if there's water, you have no idea what's below them, whatever it is. And you're getting into these uncomfortable situations. And then out of nowhere, after all this stress, after all this chaos, you get, you, the, the movie just turns over and there's a freaking scary villain, uh, like a demonic creature that attacks them and, and tries to kill them all, and it, the movie just goes. Chaotic. And it might not even be the biggest villain. Oh, right, exactly. And the ending very chainsaw Massacre, where you think, yes, you think, oh, you're good, you're and good. then psych. Well, the the thing is too, and now the the thing that's disappointing about it is, is they actually nailed the freaking ending. They they made it sound like she survived, and then you're like relieved. And right. then the second you feel relief, it's like psych. <laughs> and they go back to the, she's counting, singing happy birthday, and the and then the movie ends. And you feel like it's disappointing, but I'm okay with it. And they made a part two, and then they take kind of take you out of that world. And that I couldn't hate. I actually liked being disappointed. I liked feeling that she didn't escape. The first one is the one when she gets out, and then she wakes up in the cave, and she's not actually out, right? Right, exactly. So she, Boy, sorry. She, she, no, she, she, I don't know. We just ruined this whole well, movie for everybody. Oh, it's like fifteen years old. I it's think. a great movie, but she's climbing up the bones, and she finds her way out, and she runs, and she gets into a car, and then all of a sudden, somebody like bangs on the window, and uh, I, th I think it's or whatever something happens. She, I think she's in the. She's driving the car or something. I can't, I haven't seen it now in like 10 years. But regardless, yes, she gets back to the cave. She's in the cave and she's counting, singing happy birthday as all the, the demons are coming against her and attacking her. But the the thing that really bugged me out the most is if you watch back, if you watch it, it now I've ruined the movie for you, but if you've seen it already, go back and watch it again. They plant the people in behind. Like there's moments where you see the figures beforehand but you don't pick it up the first time because you're not looking for it. If you have no idea what you're watching, if you didn't know that there was some some sort of villain in the movie beforehand that was going to pop out like a demon character, you wouldn't even see it. They But they plant him in the background, and it's so brilliant. It's so well done. It's so freaky, so scary. Um, it's just amazing and, and intense. I love those movies. I, the second one's not bad, in my opinion, but it's okay. not the first. No, no. And there's another movie that's like that I'm forgetting that's kind of similar to that. But it, from the scenes in the darkness where they have to be quiet, and they can't really move because the things are tracing them. And then you then the, the twist. I love that movie. Yeah. It's one that I didn't think of that could have been on my list. All right, so throw me the list and the, the the things that you had on it. That you oh, so get to. what I had instead of Little Monsters, I had Hereditary, The Mist. Right. I had Resident Evil One, the right. one with oh, Mila okay, Djokovic, yeah. not the remake they just did. Which those are good movies, but they're mostly action movies. The first one's scary. Right. The, the scene with the lasers, and then I mentioned this, and we're in the age of Pedro Pascal. Bloodsucking Bastards. Yes. It's a great, that, yeah. it's a, it's maybe a C-list, um, a horror comedy, but it's a, it's, I would talk about it last time. They're in an office, they want to maximize production, and they hire a vampire, and he starts turning everyone into vampires, because they're more productive. Pedro Pascal's the main vampire. It's hilarious. There's nothing scary about it, but it's hilarious. So, honorable mentions from me, Club Dread that we missed, obviously. Yes. Uh, I did like Idle Hands. I think that's an honorable mention as far as the comedy side of Shining. Things. We both mentioned Shining, Shining. too. Um, it Follows is something that I can't believe that we didn't get. Did you ever watch It I Follows? Haven't, I haven't okay, watched so it yet. It Follows but is something to, to I've never mention. heard a bad thing about it. Right, so we'll go. We'll get into those another time. Drag Me to Hell I thought was very well done, and I wanted to put it on there, but I just don't think it's a good movie. It's not on my top ten. Um, there is – what else was on there that, that I – we could probably do a whole show on just like sexually transmitted horror movies. Oh, no question. I mean, seriously, there was so there's so many out there. Again, most of them are are, are like uh, zombie. I feel like right. Um, is it, there's the one inflicted where the guy becomes a vampire, which is a found footage movie. Awesome fucking movie. Inflicted? Did I see that? It's like it's like a friend who's got like a terminal illness, and they go on this trip, and he ends up getting infected by a vampire. Like, I feel like I did see that. Um, there's you, teeth. 
which Teeth is, is Teeth is a good movie. It's a crazy concept, but good movie. Did you ever see? Uh, well, I'm sure you've seen him, but um, Contracted, another good. Not section. Contracted. See, it's not. It's not. It's more like the werewolf vampire movie, which again, talking about like going to va- the changing to vampires. It's more of an action film, but it kind of was very dark. It was. Um, Kate Beckinsale was the was the main lead. Um, oh, Underworld. <laughs> Great movie. That's not really a horror movie, but I feel like no, that could definitely be the a genre horror though. action film. Yeah. yeah. I put Shutter Island on here, like so. Like yeah. it's honestly what you like. We're not going by what the IMDb says. No, f that. I I like listen because I they like, also list Get Out as a comedy. You know what I mean? It's a horror yeah. comedy to them, and it's like yes, I know it makes people laugh, and I haven't seen it again. Like I said, but like you could go by that, and I'm not saying they're wrong for saying that, but I also don't necessarily view it that way. It's the same like any of these other ones. Like Little Monsters is probably just a comedy, but it's listed as a horror comedy because there's zombies in it. Right. Listen, I think uh, that it was a very good list, very thoughtful list. I'm sure we missed a bunch, which is why you're going to have to tweet us at the Hoff WFAN and at Pico de Gallo. Yes. Pico de, uh, it's potentially Pico de, de Gallo, de Gallo, but the whole joke, yeah. ah, my name's spelled like Gallo. Gallo, hey. Uh-oh. Shout out to Dave McSpadden, who told me that in high school to do that, and I just never dropped it. So It's brilliant. I don't even know where Dave is now, but thank you. Um, <laughs> we'll have tons of new episodes, too, about this. Yes. yes. Uh, tweet us. Any lists, any horror movies, recommendations. I love them. No spoilers, please. Yeah. Um, Sorry for our spoilers. But you're listening to a podcast that's based off of our top 10 list. We're going to give you spoilers. It's just going to happen. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we'll try, maybe we'll try to put it ahead so that, like, in our in our bio, you know the list in advance so that, you know, like, if you want to ignore, we'll just, like, skip pot. Yeah. yeah we'll make, a we'll lot make... of this stuff, there, there's not much that can be unevergreen about this. Yes. Um, We will do when, maybe when Last of Us. Finishes, we'll do that. Yes. We'll, maybe we'll do some convos if, if either of us watch the spinoffs or The Walking Dead. Uh, those are coming Which you out soon. Will. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a mush. I'll watch it You've all. You've been waiting for, for, for years and years. I'm catching up on shows, uh, so that's why I haven't watched it. But thank you again for listening. Get tweeted at us, and I appreciate you guys listening to another episode of Gore Buddies. Peace out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.